This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, how are you? Carm Capriato here with a special Aftermarket Weekly episode. Now, while attending ASE 2022, I had the opportunity to visit Mark Pons, president of ASTA and owner of Chapel Hill Tire. I met Mark in front of a colorful mural with Chapel Hill Tire's company slogan, Drive Happy. It was created by local artist Gina Franco. Now, if you'd like to hear more about Mark's Work Happy, Drive Happy movement, listen to episode 768 on RemarkableResults.biz. Now, don't forget, you can watch all Aftermarket Weekly videos on my Carm Capriato YouTube page. Drive Happy is not just a slogan. It's a way of life. Look at this. So you just put these everywhere. We do. Yeah, we, we talk, remember we talk about a work happy, drive happy movement. I know, yeah. yeah. In fact, you gotta listen to Mark's episode. Now, Mark, thank you for showing us the panels on the roof. So explain to me, is, does this provide all the electricity for this building? Not all the electricity, no, but it, it does offset some of our uh, electricity use. Okay, oh, half? Less than half. Less than half. Yeah. But you've got an but initiative. We've, we've got an initiative, yeah. So a few years ago, I was the president of the local chamber of commerce board, and I got aware of and involved with an organization called Green Plus. And okay. Green Plus was helping small and mid-sized businesses learn some of the sustainability techniques that large companies have, sort of democratizing it. Right. And so became aware of different areas of sustainability. And what it meant was that in a lot of ways with sustainable practices, businesses can save money and do good for the community as well. So we became interested in saving money on and electricity you, and then also being a good you know community yeah, citizen as led well. by exam nerve so center yeah. here this is the headquarter, yes, so headquarters this, this was all old uh, tire warehouse space you can you still have see some. in there yeah, we yeah. store some tires that we nice. converted to office space look at this so we've gone into mobile car wash and detailing wow and uh, we've got our first four vans and are they busy all the time they're getting busier. We're two months into it. Oh, two and months? And so you can also see some of these pictures from 1955 oh my. that we have are still around. So you know, you're bringing back memories, and I, I rarely have told these stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you recapped, so did our family. Mm -hmm. There's a picture of an old buffer and a tire spreader downstairs, yep. and we were a Goodyear distributor. So, so much. There you go. I'm, I'm yeah. sensing some legacy here. Yeah. Uh, this is our controller, Jacelyn. Hi, Jacelyn. How are you? <laughs> nice to see you. Oh, look at that. You must be in the videos. Look at you got a tripod there, huh? <laughs> nice. Very She's good. She's in photography. Yep. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Oh, my, my. So this is a small conference room we have in here. This is my brother, Britt. Hey, Britt. Hey, how are Capriato. you? Good to see you. Carm Capriato. This is Trace. My daughter, Tracy. Um, what a beautiful, beautiful business you guys have, uh, really. Well, wow. Trace, a little a close up here on, on the values. We talked about this in Mark's first episode that he did with us. So there's a lot of, lot of history on the walls here. Yeah, we tried to get some, when we got some press. Wow. Here's one of my dad back in the 1980s when we were expanding. And so you guys have been with the company since you were what, in your 20s? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You left for a little bit, right? Yeah, and came back. It's yeah. still in my, my yeah. mid 20s. Yeah, I remember the story. Yeah, I um, I left and came back. Okay. Also, his family had a Goodyear really? location. Yeah, we we were Goodyear tire distributor. Yeah. Uh, 
parts distributor. We had where, a six base six base service center, Buffalo, New York area. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know, here's some old photos. As a kid, we'd on. unload a, a whole trailer of yeah. of tires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, you guys wouldn't be. You guys, we would let them, oh, they would up here. Right here. They would yeah. come up here through <laughs> the window over there. You, yeah. you guys aren't old enough to remember the F32, are you? The no, Goodyear, the Goodyear winter no. tire? No. Oh, my. And, and maybe I'm really showing my age. And I can't remember if it was the late 70s or the early 80s, but it was. they called it the ice tire. Mm -hmm. And the commercial was is that the car was out, I think it was on a hockey rink, and it was, it was making <laughs> mm -hmm. every turn yeah. because the serps or whatever they were called and this really... Soft, the sipes. Yeah, the, the sipes. sipes. Thank yeah. you. Sipes. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> and it was a soft rubber, and it was the F-32. So, again, here, I'm telling you stories I've never told before, but we, we used to have shows, mm -hmm. conferences, if you will, and the tire was just announced. We took four or five blocks of ice together on four corners. We had a car lifted to sit on top of it. So every person who came to the show saw this car raised up on these ice blocks. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, what's that about? Mm -hmm. Well, that's the new ice tire. Mm -hmm. Every time I see an old timer with gray hair like me, yeah. I ask him if they remember the Goodyear F32, and nobody does. Now, I know it wasn't a figment of my imagination. It wasn't, but it was a cool and different and innovative tire of the time. Wow. And I smell rubber, and you never get yeah. that. You never get that yeah, smell. Yeah, away, yeah. Huh? You <laughs> learn to love studs. that smell. The studs? studs and the tires and all. Yeah. And holes so and when I grew up and I was in my teens, you know, Dad would always say, "We lived a block away. Come on down." I studded tires for hours yeah. every day because, as we were a distributor of Goodyear, so mm -hmm. the guys like you would want those tires. We would stud them for them. Because that single stud gun yeah. back in yeah. the day. But this was a sit-down, self-feed. <laughs> and so they called me stud. That's why you're stud. <laughs> oh, my God. This is good stuff. Well, great. Good to meet you, man. Yeah, nice meeting you. Same here. Mm -hmm. Do you have an office? Yeah, this is my office right here. Donald Miller. I love that book. You've read the book? I've read the book. I just finished it. And Building a Story Brand, incredible book. And it's on the books page on the website, by the way, if anyone who wants to get it or pick it up. You have a huge company, Technician, Finding Technicians. Yeah, One of challenge, your challenge, of course, yeah. Are you growing your own at all? We are trying to do everything we can to develop our talent faster. Two of our technicians, Aaron, the younger guy you met, he, yeah. he's a technician who's, who's moved up the ranks, and he's working with Johnny, yeah. who's a L1 master, and so we're trying to put the younger techs to be mentored with the older techs, but it's a challenge, and you know, obviously it doesn't happen overnight to get them trained up, but we're, we're doing everything we can. Apprentice program, would you ever consider putting one in place? Oh, we have an apprentice program. From, uh, we're using the ASTA's the ASTA? apprenticeship program. Great. Yes, Great and we idea. have, geez, that's I don't a, That's know. a North Carolina sanctioned program, Yes, right? it yeah. is. But the ASTA has talked about helping people in other states try to set up a program. Why not? Yeah. I think the only way we're ever going to have a future and not have the technician shortage eat us alive. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll get up with my soapbox again, talking to fifth graders and their parents and holding car care clinics for them. And there's been so much talk. Not only did I do an episode of recent on speaking to fifth graders, but in our meeting recently at the college 
advisory board. Mm -hmm. The president came in. It's his number one advisory panel of all of his skilled trades, loves what we do. And he says, listen, we need more people to attend. You guys want a bigger facility. We need more students. I mentioned the fifth graders. Everyone in the room said that's probably the age. They get excited. We can help them realize that maybe working with their hands is the, is the right thing, even though they're, what, years away, you know, seven years away from, from uh, graduating or making career decisions, maybe five years away from making career decisions. If they don't know who we are and what we do in this level of high tech, uh, working with your hands, working with your mind, working with programming codes, who else is going to tell them? Right. I, it, it's just as... Uh, if a kid had great basketball aptitude yes. and the coaches go to visit them in middle school, if kids have great technical or mechanical aptitude, we need to go visit them in their homes and we need to be talking to them. You know what, I love that. I love the analogy. We've seen it of sports movies where, mm -hmm. you know, the, the coaches keep coming in, yeah. coming in because they know that this person has some talent and they make mm -hmm. all these offers. Yeah. The Blind Side was a great movie, yeah. a great example of that. Wouldn't it be something that well, the shop owners start going into the homes of the parents making offers for someone to Because you've got to, to convince the parents that this yeah. is a worthwhile career. You've got to start talking to the parents early as much as I think you've got to start talking to the kids early. And, it, and we know it starts with benefits and pay and great working conditions, great culture, which you have here, and a commitment to pay for their training. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Knuckles. We all know our important connection points between the wheel and the vehicle suspension, connecting hubs, bearings, calipers, struts, and control arms. Steering and suspension knuckles often need replacement after collisions, curb strikes, or rust-related issues, and bearings can simply wear out often after 75,000 miles. Unfortunately, when it comes time to replace a knuckle or a press-in bearing, there's often rust. That can result in hours of labor that require a shop press and risks potentially damaging the knuckle or backing plate. Dorman has created a time-saving solution with their loaded knuckles. These knuckles are complete assemblies that are tech-preferred. They are an easy bolt-on solution for difficult bearing and knuckle replacements that save significant time and money for you and your customer. Hey, want to know more about Dorman? Visit dormanproducts.com slash tour. This is the Fordham store. Yep. And I can't wait to show you the, the graphics and the branding that Mark does in the company. But as we were pulling up, if you recall from a few minutes ago, he says, we're now detailing cars. Let's go check this out. Uh, this is the real deal. It's a real deal we, going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, look at the detail, everyone. Frankly, from a mobile mark, I've not seen this to this mm -hmm. level of detail where you're making sure the water doesn't go anywhere. Right. We capture the water and at the we vacuum it up. At the end of the day, there's a, a tank back there that sort of processes it and makes it okay to go into, filters it, and then we it's okay for it to go into the the uh, sewer system. So let me let me ask a question. Are you detailing here for people to bring their car here? Are you going to people's homes and businesses? We are not going to people's homes and businesses yet. That I is the, the plan. Right now we're, we're working on honing our technique. This is our second full month yeah. of doing details. So we're honing our craft and working with uh, existing customers who bring their cars in or our customers do know that we do this, so they may make an appointment just for a detail of bringing their car in. Do you wash customers' cars anyway? No. Okay, you don't? No. So this is an over and above? Yeah. And you're selling this at your counter? Yes. 
You're not doing lubes, you're not doing anything but just This has cleaning. the capacity to do oil changes it out of it does. eventually. This is how we dip our foot into going sort of mobile services and that type of thing. Got it. Just sort of, just feeling it out. And so this is store number, uh, when did you acquire this store? Uh, 2017. In 2017. Yeah. Acquired it in 2017. It already had a great customer base. It was a great business, had a loyal following. And so uh, we've really just built on on what they had. It looks like it was a tire shop or a franchise. You know, it, was no. a, it was an independent shop. All right. Yeah. The treatment is very well. You didn't do anything here. We did, we did a big renovation of the store after oh, we did. bought it. So oh, we did okay. a lot of what you see here is is, is renovated that, that we did, renovations that we to did. To bring it up to your spec. We've got to be able to show the branding that is going mm -hmm. on here. Oh my God, you're so right about this being the store to look at. Yeah. And, and there's the, the logos that were on the shirt. Mm -hmm. was, was Drive Happy something you came up with internally? No, our marketing agency okay, came up with okay. Yeah, well, got to give them credit. Give them credit because mm -hmm. not enough of us stop to think that you can get an agency to help you really rebrand yourself. Yeah. This is, uh, again, messaging that's all over. Yeah. I love the back wall. By sort of happenstance, I, I, I met a guy at a, at a uh, meeting, and he told me his business was to do uh, sort of experiential marketing, okay. uh, brand marketing. And we ended up making a connection, and this is exactly what I was looking for for our stores. I was always struggling to figure out what's the right way to, I don't know, for better words, decorate your yeah. store to make sure your brand comes alive. And uh, luckily I found, his name's Peter Provo, Provo Design, and uh, he, he happens to be local but he's designed like the Chicago Bears headquarters wow. and uh, a number of other things like that. And so he was looking for some lo local jobs to do. And so luckily his creative team came in. And One of the things that I need to make a comment on mm -hmm. is this. Mm -hmm. No other competitor in the market has that story to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're fortunate for our, our history. When you think about building my brand and what makes me different, sometimes looking deep inside your own company and figuring out what your story line is, mm -hmm. it comes out in the shape of, I guarantee you, everything that I'm seeing here is on the website. Yes. Everything yep. matches, yep. it all looks yes. right. Yes, 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 you we, all want you, the, it to match up. You see the website, you come in here, you say, hey, I've been here before somehow, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, look at this. So we wanted to design a, a store that was, you know, I felt like uh, matched. Airport? Well, the convenience and professionalism that our brand was trying to bring to the table. Sort of the cafe counter is a real big hit with people. No people doubt. prefer just to sit there. We had iPads for customers who were, rather than magazines, they yeah. could, but it, COVID hit and nobody wanted to touch the iPad after yeah, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I get it. So but, we sort of took them out and people can bring their own devices uh, in. And how many, how many waiters are you getting? You know, the other store we have a few, we don't have a yeah. ton. A lot of our stuff is drop off. So I see a lot of shop owners in our virtual tours and you could see it on our website, really invest in the look and the feel of their customer you wait room. To. Lobby. You have to differentiate Even yourself. if people, you just please stop the excuse. Well, nobody waits, so I'm not gonna yeah, make it no, nice. No, and yeah. that's, I think wrong because it's the image that you're going for and if we're going to be the dealer alternative then you got to come close so everything is branding everything that hits a your senses is branding I don't know if you noticed the smell when you came in 
are you burning a candle? What are you no, doing? we have uh, we have Aromatics? a specific what, what scent call that uh, is piped that we use at all all the locations. Perfect. I I really studied that for a while. Mm -hmm. Let me just mm -hmm. share. My wife will buy more at a store that she just loves the smell when mm -hmm. she walks in. Yeah. Who researched that? This smell, this lavender smell, we, whatever we it is. We put together a group of employees. Uh, I love who, it. Who, uh, Jacelyn, who you met, the controller. Yeah, yeah, she ends, yeah. And uh, in fact, our banker, there's uh, two female bankers we have who, who came in, and they love the smell so much that they went to the company and bought it, and they actually use it in their home. It's either aromatics or it, it's aromatherapy or something. Mm -hmm. And it is such an interesting science. Mm -hmm. It's so cool it to hear that you have adopted it, that uh, the lobbies of many stores and malls. Well, you don't want them to smell like, no. you know, old transmission fluid, waste transmission well, fluid, no, you or don't. rubber, or and anything else. Smells, I think, take us back to times we can relate to yeah. fun, good, yeah. you know. I told, I told the team I wanted something that smelled like trust. I'm sorry, that's the biggest takeaway from my trip down here. <laughs> totally, that's it. We can end right now, we yeah. can call it. Well, you should also notice that we're paperless. Yes, we are. That's an initiative that one of our employees came up with a couple of years ago that we should, we, we should go paperless. And so all you have are these tags with you know customer's name on it and the vehicle, okay. so we don't lose the keys, but everything from there is, is paperless. So it's... Is it tablets? Tablets, uh, cell phones? Yep. Tablets and computers. You're the yep. service advisors? Yes, I'm Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is Jamie. Jamie. Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. Nice to meet you. It's so uh, clean and organized. And in here is... This hey. is Jess. Hey, Jess. And this is Jess is head of the, the uh, hey. car wash and detail division. Nice oh. to meet you. Oh. This is Sean. Nice to meet you. Hi, Hi Sean. Nice, nice to, to, here. to yeah. meet you. What's so interesting is you have a two-month challenge on the way that you're going to make into a million-dollar business, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a big challenge. Good for you. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to do it. She's I doing great. We're She's doing do great. It. I bet you yeah. are. Mm -hmm. I nice bet you are. Same here. In there? So this is um, this is Chris. Hey, hi, our Chris. Parts, parts and Service Coordinator. Oh, hi, Chris. And this is Carlos, our Parts and Service Coordinator in training. Hey, oh, <laughs> most important. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting a little rough burn down right now. I he? love that. Uh, so right. you're ordering the parts after they're sold? Mm -hmm. Are you doing any estimating? Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. And you're controlling the drivers, the cores, the credits, the all that stuff right through here. Mm -hmm. The drivers report to you or do they have a special place out they there? They drop stuff off in that little cart right there and it'll sit there. And if I know it's going to a uh, tank, I'll go grab it, take it to them if it's waiting or... I'll just let it sit there and, and there's no, put it on my shelf. No here. bin protect per car. You you bring it to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't make them come up here unless they're in a hurry. You know, you know what's so smart about that? I'll never forget years ago a customer calling me and says, hey, I didn't get my rotors and my pads, and we were doing all kinds of delivery tracking. He picked mm -hmm. up the phone and called me, and I wrote back to him. I says, look through your glass, look at bay three. I bet you they're sitting on the floor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's 20-some years ago, so yeah. it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and so all the parts ordering is done through Epicor digitally. There's no picking up and calling the parts house or anything. So career path for a technician? Yes. Career path for sales management? Yes. Sales and management? 
It's defined, you have no doubt. You're actually checking every single box about what we need to do as an industry to, mm -hmm. to be the best so of the best. Because right. we're growing, there's a lot of opportunity for growth. Yeah. And so we wanted to really lay out the roadmap for people so that they knew really crystal clear, transparently, here's what I need to do to get ahead in this organization. And so we laid it out. On the wall there too is our uh, Work Happy Manifesto that we feel like what a career at Chapel Tire means. This was employee created. Yeah. I did sort of lunches, focus groups at each store and said, what does it mean to work here? And this was a response we got and we summarized it and came up with the manifesto. I think it's rewarding for an individual to work for this company and be reminded about the value set, about career yeah. opportunities, yeah. about what work happy means. It's not just a slogan, it's not on our shirts, no, it's not no, on our buildings. Yep. It really is something. And I guess if you lose your way as an employee, mm -hmm. as a team member, it's not hard to figure out what tracks yeah. you have to get back on. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. If employees want a raise, it's laid out for you, you know. Here's you how find, it works. You go get your ASC, go get the next ASC and, and, earn, and you can earn a little more money. What companies would put a salary range underneath every one of the career opportunities? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow, I have goosebumps. <laughs> Let's go in the shop. Okay, bit of an older shop, but it's, it's lived it's in, I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's lived in. Love the bays, lots of, uh, lots of lifts, lots mm -hmm. of action. And who did you bring to talk to me? We brought some of our fantastic women at, at Chapel Hill Tire. Love this. And you are? I'm Logan. Hi, Logan. And your job? GS. GS. Uh, Deja, general service also. Hi. Someone said to me the other day that general service people are like apprentices. Do you feel like you're learning stuff all the time, people teaching Learn you? Learn something new every day. You yeah. never stop learning. Yeah. Market was a production apprentice which is what someone said yep. to me that GS is, they should change the titles to Production Apprentice, which meaning you're so critically important to the, the flow of the, the business. The GS are the, the fuel for the shop, yeah. is, is how we look at it. They're so vitally important to the shop for you know checking the vehicles over thoroughly, making recommendations, doing a great job, getting it out on time. They're, they're absolutely the fuel for the shop. How long have you been doing this job? <laughs> Just a month, wow. so I'm that really is, learning. Yeah, you are. I mean, that's great. I, I commend you. How long? Here, almost a year. A I've year? been doing automotive since high school, though. Oh, I love that. Did you go to college? Sure. I did. <laughs> and where did you get the idea that you wanted to work with your hands in a skill trade like this? My sophomore year, when I just decided to take the class more and end up liking it. I like doing stuff with my hands more than I like just sitting at somewhere and doing stuff. So. All right, so again, it's a message to the rest of the world. We've got to talk to the parents and we need to talk to the students in high school mm -hmm. because- And not just talk to the boys. Yeah, and they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. Interviewing female technicians is something that I love to do. And you guys are both going to be a techs with ASEL one certification someday, right? Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and are you planning on taking any ASE tests? Yeah, I am. You are? I am. Good for you. Uh, it's only because I've been doing it for so long. I've been around cars my whole life, pretty much. So mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> wow. And so you place an ad. Uh, how do you end up finding dynamic women like this? Grace of God. All how right. did we find y'all? You remember? I really don't. You place know, an I ad? Yeah. yeah. I saw it on Indeed, and I was like, let me put in an application. Mm -hmm. And I said I came from, you know, like my family was in mechanics and heavy mechanics on the West Coast. 
and I was interested, but I'd only done like little YouTube things, you know, self-taught. Mm -hmm. And so Terry called me like the next morning and was like, you want to come down for an interview? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I love your energy. I just love your energy. Hi. Continued success working here at Chapel Hill. Thank yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. How many cars are in this? So place? we have um, 13 lifts in this facility. We did a renovation when we renovated the front in 2019. Tracy, come and get a picture of this. Put the tire lifted up yeah, on the put hook. Put the tire lifted it's up. It's a two-man job, right? Yep. Well, wow. the, it'll sort of just drop them off up there. But yeah, somebody then has to stack them. And wow. then you, you go up those steps up there to access. You're seriously in the tire business. I mean, that's where you started, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, tires are only 20% of our business uh, now. now, but it's still an important part of our business uh, because really what we want to do is be full service to our customers. Yes. The shops that don't do tires, they have all kinds of excuses and reasons that they don't want to do tires. But all you got to do is make it 20% of your business. And if it's all new, you just grew. Yeah, a nice oh, yeah. Number. oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so don't say that you have to do tires and it has to supplant the rest of your work. It doesn't have to. Well, when, when I first started, Carm, tires were 75, 80% yeah, of our business. Yeah. And I saw how much work we were sending, service work we were sending away. And I thought, my gosh, if we, if we send these great customers away, somebody else might keep them. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to risk that. So we started getting more into to the, the service business and over 25 years, you know, well, it didn't even take that long. Over a short amount of time, we flipped the ratio. You know, that's a podcast story to be thought about because, Mark, what's your strategy? Training, hiring. I mean, to me, to grow, to add 70%, 80% of your volume in service, what a monumental investment and challenge you have. No, it's been and, a and lot of years, a big journey. When you to say a it. lot, Five, ten. Gosh, I, you know. Uh, so I've been back 25 years, and you know, I would say we did it over the course of five to seven years, something wow. like that. Very yep. aggressive. And look around, everyone. You don't need this this many lifts and this many people mm -hmm. just to do tires. Big investment. Let me take you back here uh, and show you the conference room, the okay. training room we put in too. Love to see it. Oh wow. This, is this your training center almost? Uh, well, it's being used as sort of a little bit of everything. This is where the uh, the car and detail team uh, okay. comes, and then oh wow! Well, and so this. this is where, for instance, next week we've got um, Steve Ferrante, a national sales trainer, coming in for three days. Wow! And we'll be training out of out of this room. This is what you want to do when you want to continue to strive and grow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the walls. Yeah. Whiteboard walls. Whiteboard wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Is this for your management team? Or is this it's for, for everybody. store managers? It's for everybody. It's for everybody. So it'll be service advisors next week. You pull everyone from off your counter? I'll pull one person a day for three days. Got it. Yeah. That's why it's a three day. So yep. you don't shut yourself completely down. Yep. And daytime training is more critical than ever. You can't do it at night. You can't do it at night. They're too, they're too fried. Yeah, too People fried, too, fried. Yeah. too hungry, yeah. hell, eat pizza and go to sleep. That's how it works, That's right? right? Yeah, and so these notes up here are, we're working on peer accountability with our teams, and we're working on peer accountability. So we, we had a trainer come in and talk to us who's on accountability, and one of the things was you got to break the psychological contract, which means you don't talk to me about my business or my look and I won't talk to you about yours. And so we're saying we want to break that. And so we want our managers 
to have peer accountability such that, that there's more comfort in saying like, you know, bringing up things to help somebody at another store. So, so you, we you, talk about we got to have a shared fate got it. together. It's not just sort of silos of this is my store and that's your store. Don't talk to me about my store. Uh, you're, you're not suffering alone. And so, you know, what happens to one of us happens to all of us. Right, right. Uh, and then we deal with our issues together and don't just sort of cover them up and hide them. Wow. And so pairing. No pairing. No pairing. Pairing means no two of us getting together talking about somebody else sort of negatively. No, I, you know? I, um, I see how that Yeah. Means. Everything that you're doing here substantiates the reasons your culture is what it is. You're just continuing to teach culture. We're just, yeah, we, we really do. Teaching culture. Yeah. Are you the one doing this training? As a group, we talk about what do we need to focus on that type of thing, and we'll, we'll find the trainers and bring them in. How often do they hear from you? Weekly, we have a weekly manager meeting. Okay. I sit in on. Tomorrow is a quarterly offsite planning session. Uh, it would be an all-day event at um, a local conference center. Are you practicing EOS? We do something very similar to EOS. Okay, okay. Yeah. We do sort of a blend of EOS and Rockefeller Habits. I don't okay. know if you're familiar yeah. with that. I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Um, wow. And so tomorrow is our quarterly offsite planning, and we'll talk about accountability and how well we feel like we're progressing. Sort of, we came up with sort of standard operating procedures for each position. So this is service advisor. You know, what's your role as service advisor? Mm -hmm. And again, this was employee-led, employee sort of input on. You know what I like about it? It's short, sweet, yes. and simple. So uh, over here we've got our general service, our parts and service coordinator, shuttle drivers, automotive technicians. So is it a job description or Yeah, is it's it like more? it's sort of a, a fundamental sort of fundamental uh, role fundamental roles responsibilities. That, yeah, that each one does. Look at that. I'm impressed about the level of detail that you've gone. Is this drive and leadership coming from you? The whole group? To some extent, I think okay. I'm the. You're the spark plug. I, I, I help drive thing. it, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I believe that leadership should empower people and set them free. That is what I try to do, is really my role, is to create enough empowerment, create the, the process or structure of empowerment, because people do want to do a great job. Fundamentally, everybody wants to do a, a really killer job. It's the role of leadership or management to create the environment for which they can do a great job. Yeah. You can kind of cast onto the screen, I'm yes. sure. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine bringing your team in to watch the episode you did with oh, yeah. or at least listen yeah. to mm -hmm. it. And we have so many shows in the Town Hall Academy that cover so many topics. You may be able to find one or two and says, what can we learn from this? And absolutely. then discuss it. Yeah, absolutely. We've got over you know, a thousand episodes in the Town Hall mm -hmm. Academy that, if you will, panel discussion, we were mm -hmm. like 280 of yeah. them. And, uh, you know, I always talk about lunch and learning. This is the kind of facility or place yeah. where you, you're not the one teaching all the time. The rest of the industry is and says, how could we take that idea, bring it to us, or how could we help them learn what we do, right? Yeah, so Johnny, who you met earlier at Franklin Street, L1 Master Tech, he was doing lunch and learns on ASC test prep classes. Perfect. And so the younger folks like Logan and Deja, didn't matter what store they were at, we would bring in lunch because make sure if you're going to try any lunch, we would pay for the lunch, but they would sit and do a Zoom meeting. And Johnny, they would be going through the uh, one of the, it might be suspension and going through the questions together. And, and Johnny would sort of go over right, who thinks it's A, B, C, or D, yeah. why? 
And Johnny would say, well, whether or not it's right, but you know, he would say, here's what you need to look, here's what they're trying to trick you here. Right. You know, exactly so they right. would sort of get, uh, they'd work their way through the, the classes that way. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how those tests are written. Uh, I'll see you this weekend at ASTE. You bet, yeah, you Mark, bet. Mark, Look forward thank to you it. for opening thank your you. business to us and to the rest of the industry. You thank bet. you so much. Thank you. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time. Thank you.